0: We were the Three J's, a bit like the Three Musketeers but a lot younger. We all lived in the same street and had been friends all our lives. We did everything together. I'm Jane and my friends were Jack and John. We thought we were really cool calling ourselves the Three J's. I honestly thought we would be friends forever, but then the unthinkable happened. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell or your world might get turned upside down too. I remember that Sunday morning as though it was yesterday. Even though I was only 10 years old at the time, I woke up early and went downstairs to the kitchen. My mom and dad were sitting eating their breakfast. As I walked in, they both stopped talking and looked at me. Sit down, Jane, said mom. We have something to tell you. What mom and dad told me then brought my world crashing down. Dad has got a new job in another city, and we will be moving there next week, said mom. I looked at her in shock. But I don't want to move, I said. I like living here. My friends are here. "'You'll soon make new friends at your new school,' said Dad. "'I don't want new friends. I already have Jack and John. We are the three J's,' I cried. "'But it was no use me pleading with them. The decision had been made. I was heartbroken. "'John, Jack, and I had been friends since we were babies. We spent all of our time together. "'In the summer, we could go to the beach and have competitions who would build the best sandcastle. "'John and Jack would always compete against each other in everything.' Although we were all good friends, I secretly had a bit of a crush on John. Of course, I'd never said anything to him. I didn't want to spoil our friendship. Also, I had a feeling that Jack might like me, but I only thought of him as a friend. He was a bit too intense sometimes, like the time when we all arranged to go to watch a movie. It was a Saturday morning in early springtime. The days were just beginning to warm up, and we were all looking forward to going into town and going to the cinema. Let's meet in front of the cinema at one o'clock, said John. Sure, I replied. Okay, said Jack. But just before I was about to leave my house, the telephone rang. It was Jack. I can't come to the movies, Jane, he said. My mom has just decided we're going to visit my grandparents. Oh, that's a shame, I said. You're not still going to go with John, are you? Asked Jack. Er, yeah, probably, I said hesitantly. I knew Jack didn't like it if John and I did something without him. But we had been looking forward to going to see this movie all week. We weren't doing anything wrong, were we? I said goodbye to Jack and went off to meet John at the cinema. When I arrived, he was standing there waiting. Where's Jack? He asked. Oh, he couldn't make it. He had to go see his grandparents, I said. I decided not to mention what Jack had said. John already thought that Jack was jealous sometimes. I didn't want to make it worse. The following day, as we all walked to school together, I noticed that Jack was a bit quiet. He was probably still annoyed we had gone to the movies without him. But by the time we had gotten to school, he had cheered up. He never stayed moody for long when he was with me. I knew that I would never find any friends as close as the three of us. I was going to be so sad when it came time to say goodbye. But finally, that day came. Our things were all packed into boxes and the removal van arrived early in the morning. It didn't take them long to get everything put in and we were ready to go. I gave John and Jack a big hug and said goodbye. Don't forget to come and visit us every holiday, they said. I will, I replied. But somehow, things never worked out that way. At first, we kept in touch sending each other messages, but eventually the messages became few and far between. We never got round to going back for a visit either. Whenever it was school holidays, Dad was always working and Mom didn't have time to take me. I settled into my new school and I did end up making a few friends. Nothing like the three J's, of course, but I was happy. My new school had a huge IT department, I loved computers. I was actually a bit of a computer whiz. Every Saturday, I went to a computer club and I was soon top of my class. I spent every evening at home, locked up in my room, tapping away on my keyboard. One winter evening, I was sitting at my computer when I decided I would Google my own name. I can bet every one of you watching this has Googled yourself at least once, right? I typed it into the search box, but for some reason I had typed John and not Jane. Why would I do that? I hadn't thought about John for ages. I didn't bother reading anything. I just retyped my name and looked at all the posts. There was a photo of me that had been taken when I won a computer competition at school, and some other boring school stuff. Nothing exciting. I was just about to start a video game when I heard a banging noise downstairs. Someone was hammering on the front door. What's going on? Who's making all that noise? Open up, it's the FBI, said a man's voice. What on earth do the FBI want at our house? I heard Dad answer the door, then there was the sound of footsteps pounding up the stairs. The door to my bedroom burst open and in came four FBI officers. "'John, put your hands up, you're under arrest,' they said. "'I'm Jane,' I said. They looked around them in surprise. "'Oh, I'm sorry,' said the officer. "'We must have made a mistake. You're obviously not who we are looking for. We are looking for a male bank robber.' "'Why would you think a bank robber might be in our house?' asked Dad. Because someone searched his name from this location. They replied, Sorry if we have startled you. We'll leave now. They went back downstairs and I heard Dad close the door behind them. Well, that was definitely a bit of a shock. It's not every day that you get mistaken for a bank robber. I sat back down at my computer laughing to myself. I started playing against one of my computer friends. As we played, I told him what had just happened. Wow, that's crazy. He said, wonder who it was that robbed the bank. When we finished the game i sat on my bed and thought about what had happened that evening i wonder who the bank robber could be i decided i was going to try to find out i went back onto my computer and started searching again this time i typed in john and began to read through all of the information i could find online it took me a few hours but eventually i found what i was looking for the next day i told my parents that i was going to be staying late after school for an extra computer lesson but instead i went into town I found out that the bank robber was working as a waiter at a burger place in town. I wasn't going to speak to him, of course, I just wanted to see what he looked like. I went into the burger place and sat at a table. As I picked up the menu, I looked around at all the staff. Which one was the bank robber? I studied the menu, and as I was choosing, a waiter came over to my table. Can I get you anything? He asked. I looked up. John! I shouted. Jane! He said. I couldn't believe it! It was my friend John! What are you doing here? I asked. I work here now, he replied. My parents moved to this town recently. I couldn't believe after all these years, I was talking to John again. Listen, my shift finishes in an hour. Why don't we go for a walk in the park? Said John. Sure, that sounds great, I said. When John finished work, we walked together to the park. It was just like old times. We got along so well, we were laughing and giggling. John told me that Jack and him hadn't really been friends after I had left. I guess once he had gone, it wasn't really the same. John said, "'Jack didn't want to hang out with me. "'I haven't heard from Jack for years either,' I said. "'Eventually it was time for me to go home. "'I didn't want the evening to end. "'I hadn't had so much fun in such a long time.' "'It's been so nice seeing you again, Jane,' said John. "'I've missed you.' "'I've missed you too,' I said shyly. "'That's when I decided I had to tell John. "'You know, I used to have a crush on you,' I said laughing. "'Well, maybe I still do.' "'John looked at me in shock. "'Are you serious? "'I've always liked you, Jane,' he said. Would you like to go on a date with me?" Yes, I'd like that very much, I said. When I got home that night, I lay on my bed thinking about John. He couldn't be the bank robber. He was far too nice. There was obviously some mistake. I wouldn't tell him what I thought. He'd think I was crazy. John and I started dating from then on. Whenever John wasn't working, I'd either be at his house or we would be going out for a drive in John's car. He had bought himself a new car when he started work. I loved going out with John in his car but I was a bit nervous because he always drove so fast. "'Slow down, John,' I said one night as we were driving home after dinner. But it was too late. I heard the sound of a police siren and saw the lights on the police car flashing. John pulled to the side of the road. "'Excuse me, sir, did you know you were speeding?' said the policeman to John. "'Oh, I'm so sorry, I won't do it again,' said John. The officer asked John for his license. He went back to his car to check out John's details. It seemed like forever before he came back to the car. Step out of the car, sir.' said the policeman. John looked at him in surprise. Why, what's going on? He asked. You were under arrest for robbing a bank, said the policeman. John looked at me in shock. I haven't done anything, Jane, he said. They've got the wrong guy. I went to the police station with John. He kept on insisting he was innocent. The policeman didn't believe him, though. We have the proof, it's you, he said. Could I see that proof, please? I asked him the policeman took me into a room and showed me computer footage which proved that john was a bank robber at first i was so shocked that john would do such a thing he had seemed so nice but suddenly i noticed something i think this footage has been tampered with i said what do you mean asked the policeman i know a lot about computers and i'm telling you that something isn't right i replied if you will let me i will set up a reverse trace to track the original ip address The police agreed to let me look. It didn't take long for me to find out what I was looking for. I gave the information to the policeman. "'If you go to this location, you'll find the person who has tampered with the footage,' I said. "'You better come with us,' he said. "'We might need your computer expertise.' I went to tell John what I had found. "'Don't worry,' I said. "'I'm going to find out the truth.' The police drove me to the address that I had given them. They didn't bother knocking on the door. They just broke the door in and ran up the stairs of the house. I followed behind them, my heart beating so fast... As we ran to the room, the policeman in front of me was grabbing hold of a man and putting handcuffs on him. He turned to look at me. Jack! I cried. Is it you that tampered with the footage to make John look guilty? The policeman gave me a curious look. Do you know this man? He asked. Yes, it's John's friend, I replied. Jack looked at me coldly. Yes, it was me, he said. Why would you do that? I asked him. You were his best friend. Because you never noticed me when he was around. Jack shouted. I've always loved you, Jane, but you only ever had eyes for John. I sat in silence as the policeman drove me back to the station. How could Jack have done that? If I hadn't noticed the tampering, John might have ended up in prison. The policeman told John all about what Jack had done to him. You're free to go now, thanks to your girlfriend, he said. We left the police station. It was just the two J's now, but that was all we needed.